This is a Dalina University production. Welcome to the second lesson, or the second grammar lesson of Arabic 1. Today we're going to talk about the second part of the Arabic alphabet, or the letters we didn't mention last week. And we're also going to talk about personal pronouns in their singular forms. Last week we talked about fata, the A vowel, damma, the U vowel, and kesra, the E vowel, the short vowels. We also talked about sukun, the little sign signifying that there is no vowel sound in this letter. Today we're going to learn a new sign. This sign is called a shedda. A shedda is written like a small W on top of a letter and it signifies that that letter is doubled or that you put the stress on that letter. In Arabic it's not well liked to have two similar letters next to each other and because of that the shedda is used instead. So if we want to write, for example, the name Hassan, um, we have, if we look from the right to the left, we have Ha with a Fata. And then we have a Sin, S, with a Sukun. And then we have another Sin, but with a Fata. An Alif and a Noon. Now, if we write English or Swedish, for example, we would just put H-A-S-S-A-A-N, and that would be it. But in Arabic, we put the two S's together and we add the Shedda. And that signifies exactly the same thing, that the stress should be on the S, that we should hear that there are two S's here, not just one. Last week, we talked about two groups of letters, both of which kept sort of the same shape, whichever position they had in a word. The next group we're going to look at, the first group for today, is a group of letters which lose their tail. If you look at the letters here on the page, you can see that all of them have a tail that either goes down under the line or goes along the line. When these letter are letters are positioned in the beginning or in the middle of a word, these tails disappear. The second thing that's important to look at here when we have them all in front of us is that if you look at the first three from the right hand side you can see that they have the same shape. The next pair have the same shape and the next pair as well and the last two letters are fairly similar as well. The only thing that you can use to distinguish these letters are the dots. So it's very very important to remember where to place the dot or the dots. <coughs> Excuse me. The first three letters to that we're going to look at are Jim, Ha, and Ha. Jim is pronounced like the J, like J in jug or jewels. Ha is pronounced as H, but a bit more heavier than we used to pronounce it, further down from the lungs. The last letter, Kha, 
is pronounced as the final part of the Scottish Scottish word loch, uh, or the beginning of the Swedish word sjö. Ha is the name of that letter. All three of them behave exactly the same. In the beginning and the middle of a word, they lose the tail, and just the top of the letter is kept. However, the dots are of course there, and at the end, they go back and show their the same shape as they have when they're freestanding. The next two letters, seen and sheen, um, look the same except for the dots. Seen is a normal S. Sheen is pronounced as the SH sound in she, for example. And again, in the beginning and the middle, they keep the same shape, a wavy line, and at the end, the tail comes back as well. Remember last week um, when we talked about ta and ta? We said that many letters in Arabic have one easy version and one heavier version. The two letters we're going to look at now Zad and Dad are both of them voiced or heavy letters. Zad is pronounced as a heavier S and Dad is a voiced or heavier version of Dal that we learned last week. There are no good equivalents of these two letters or sounds, I should say, in English or in Swedish, so you just have to practice and listen to the difference between seen on one hand and sod on the other hand. Um, these two letters, again, same shape, beginning and middle, and the, at the end the tail comes back. And I can't say this enough, remember the dots. Fa and Qa are the next two letters. Fa is pronounced as a normal F, as in fun, for example. Qaf is similar to Q, but pronounced further down in the throat. Qaf, like a little clicking sound almost. Fa and Qaf, they look similar, but not very similar when you see them next to each other. But if you look at them in the words, you can see that in the beginning and the middle, the only thing that makes you able to distinguish between the two are the number of dots. At the end, however, fa keeps its tail on the line and qaf keeps its tail under the line. So there you can distinguish between them. The fourth group of letters are the letters that change the most for, uh, between the three different positions. Um, if you have a look at them here now, you can see that the first two are the same type of letters and the other ones have their own personal shape. The first two letters are Ain and Rain. Both of them are a bit difficult to pronounce. Ain is like a mixture of E and Y at the same time, almost trying to strangle yourself. 
Rhein is like a French rolling R or the R that you can hear in the south of Sweden. At the beginning of a word, Ein and Rhein just lose their tail. They are open and nice, just like they are when they are freestanding. However, in the middle, as you can see when they are connected on both sides, they look like little triangles. And at the end of a word, that's the shape they keep, like little triangles, but the tail comes back. So you can see that there are three shapes reminding each other of the... As you can see, there are three shapes, beginning, middle and end, similar but not the same. Calf and lamb are easy to pronounce. K as in kitten, lamb as in lamb, for example. If we start with K, uh, at the end of a word it keeps the same shape as it has when it's freestanding. In the beginning and middle, the shape is changed completely, almost to a backwards Z as we are used to writing it. L, on the other hand, is not changed that much. In the beginning and middle it almost looks like an English L and at the end the tail comes back. What's important to remember with L is that it's very very easy to confuse it with the letter A as we learned last lesson. What one has to remember here though is that L, the letter we're looking at now, can be connected on both sides. Look at the middle word for example. L is connected to the Qaf in front of it and to the Meme after it. Alif, the letter A, can only ever be connected to letters that come before. Meme Again, the pronunciation is easy. It's like M in mouth or mouse. Um, meme freestanding and written on a computer looks like what you can see in front of you. Meme handwritten is like a little circle with a tail. And it's easier to think of it like that because if you do that, the initial and and medial place or position of the of the letter is more is easier to grasp a little circle both in the middle and in the beginning and then at the back you can also write a circle with a tail or like it's written here by the computer ha is the last letter that we're going to look at it's also one of the letters that has um, most shapes. The pronunciation is easy. A normal H as in hello. We know. Um, when you look at the position of this letter, when it's on its own, it looks like a little circle. In the beginning of a word, it's like a circle with a small circle inside it. So you start on top 
and then you go back up to finish the circle and then you go through your own circle towards the next letter. In the middle of a word it looks like a number 8 so you have a little circle on top of the line and another one under. And at the end of a word it looks like a circle put on a stick as you can see on the screen. Now what you have to remember is that if the letter before is a non-joiner, like here, we have an alif in front, ha has nothing to stick to and the shape of it becomes the same as when it's freestanding. So all the letters of the alphabet. The last thing today that we're going to discuss is the personal pronouns. Um, just like in English, we have personal pronouns in Arabic. No surprise there. Um, the difference is that in English, we normally, when we talk about uh, personal pronouns, we have I, you, he, and she for talking about just one person, right? Now, in Arabic, there are two forms for you. One, if you talk, if you're speaking to a man. If you say you are Michael, for example, you use one you. And if you talk to a woman, talking to a woman saying you are Maria, you're using another you. The pronoun for I is the same though for both genders. So if you're talking about yourself, you would say Anna. Anna, Lisa, for example. I'm Lisa. If you talk to a man, you would say Anta. Anta Peter. You are Peter. If you're talking to a woman, you would say Anti. Anti Maria, for example. He is Hua. She is Hia.